why the f did it take me 30 seconds to write about f***ing a dead kid? <laughs> but I can't write anything about my own child. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm also pretty sure I'm Gary Oldman, and I just don't know it because he's such a good actor. Gary Oldman doesn't even know who Gary Oldman <laughs> is. Tequila does terrible things to me. The MGK gives good blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking Monster me on the other side of the glory. Nom, 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 nom. Hey. Nom, 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 nom. I'm a father. I have never f***ed a dead kid. I have no. <laughs> Reference to that. <laughs> I have a crazy story about wisdom teeth. It was uh, I got my like my like my like you like my it was bugging me. Yeah, but I dealt with it for a while. Um, I actually had two come in all the way. Oh, three of my four are in. In, in. yeah. I never noticed them. They didn't hurt. This one's just coming in wrong. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, gotcha. so it's yeah. And so, uh, so I was like, okay. And finally, the one on the bottom was, I, it was to the point I couldn't eat. Like, mm. I legit, it was hurting that bad where I was like, eh, mm. eh. The last thing I ate was a hamburger from Burger King. Like, I tried to eat. That's how yeah. bad it hurt. It just wouldn't. And I was like, I fucking can't. And then, like, I decided, didn't eat anything. And then my appointment, well, my appointment was coming up for my wisdom tooth. Got my wisdom tooth taken out. And obviously, you can only drink. Yeah. Because I, w- I wasn't eating much the week before because it hurt so bad sure that entire week oh i was like a few i can't remember i was basically eating like drinking everything yeah and then as soon as i got feeling bad as soon as like the day that i was like i finally i got the flu oh shit (laughs) and so i lost like 35 pounds oh my because i wasn't yeah yeah (laughs) it was so wild no shit that's yeah because when you when it's crazy how much like just going from solid food can make a huge like when my dad well, before my dad had cancer when he just had his mg first because he couldn't his it was affecting his muscles yeah so like chewing and swallowing were really difficult so everything he ate was like soft food you know soups and smoothies and like you know like eggs yeah stuff like that that didn't but he lost i mean he lost a shit load of weight doing that because yeah when it's all when there's nothing really to it. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So it was wild. It was like also like the only thing I craved for also three weeks was a hamburger from Burger King. I, and I don't even like Burger King. I hate, Bur- I hate Burger King. <laughs> but I was like, it's the only thing I craved. And immediately I was like, I'm fucking having this. And it still tasted like shit. <laughs> yeah, with that fake liquid smoke they use to make yeah. you think they cook it over an open grill. They don't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> smoke. They just have a fucking Yankee candle back there. <laughs> the shittiest Yankee candle made of grease. Made of grease. A grease candle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. Oh, 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 God, that makes me sick to think about it. <laughs> oh. So I don't, I don't know if you saw this today. Um, pull it up. Do you know who Jim Redmond is? No. you know who Derek Redmond is? No. Like one of the greatest Olympic things ever happened. Definitely no. <laughs> almost like three years ago today. <clears throat> okay. Uh, but Jim died, so I'm going to send you the link. Okay. I mean, you've seen this before. You've had to have. Probably. It brings a tear to my eye every time. Um, I'm gonna send it to you on Facebook. Okay, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little out of it with the new. I've been out and about all day today with doctor's appointments and stuff, just kind of oh, getting caught go. up on stuff. I haven't looked at any news. I don't know what the hell's going on right now. <clears throat> well, the hurricane happened last week. Yeah, there. Oh, yeah, there is that. All right. You've uh, never seen this video. Uh, maybe we'll see. Jim Redman, who helped his injured son Derek finish. Oh, yeah. I have seen this. Yeah. 
it's like the saddest but yet yeah beautiful like thing in the world makes me wish my dad was like that but like more uh, importantly like it's like the dad i want to strive to be sure no no it brings the God. tear to my eye because it's like to see your son do all that effort what was it he like twisted his ankle or something and his hamstring oh fuck couldn't run anymore uh but to go to the olympics and to have that happen and your dad be like oh my god like I'm gonna help my. I'm gonna care. Uh, my internet's being shitty, but God. Uh, his dad. He died today. His dad did. So it's uh, kind of like interesting. Like I see that video every now and then. I just brings like a God. It's the father I want to be. Type to always be there for my kid, even on the lowest time to help him get through shit. Sure. I mean, that's. I think I personally, I think if you're gonna be a parent, that's the kind of supportive you should strive to be. Oh, absolutely. Um, that you would go to those lengths to you know to help your kid you know just because just to even make it to the olympics is already like insane insane <laughs> to be on that level and yeah you want to finish even if you don't even if you don't win you still want to finish you want to finish yeah yeah it's like one of those things it's like i couldn't imagine like training that hard all of a sudden that just happens yeah and as like a parent i mean as an athlete that's gotta be but as a parent knowing all the like hard work your kid put in and yeah. I mean, they train for that. I mean, years and years and years, like all their life. And pulling a hamstring is no joke either. Like that. Like, well. Uh. Yeah, but yeah. So RIP. Yeah. It was just one of those things that came up. I was like, damn, every single time I see this. Yeah. Um, well, Loretta, Loretta Lynn passed away today. Country singer. Did she really? Oh, did you not see that? That I saw. What? Yeah, she passed away today or last night, something like that. I don't think that was turning on Twitter. Yeah, really? Yeah, man, uh, Loretta Lynn passed away. Am I honestly? I've been on Twitter, Twitter that much. Oh, re- oh okay. Today, um, uh, yeah, died at ninety years old. Um, I don't know if it was earlier today or late last night. Um, yeah, she died uh, earlier today. Damn. Um, but she had had like she had had strokes and stuff in the past. Um, Coal mine on starter. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. It's number twenty four. You know. Okay. Yeah, she died uh, today. Um, and she had been having some health issues and stuff the last couple of years. Jack White pays tribute to Loretta Lynn. She was the greatest female singer slash songwriter of the twentieth century. Dolly Parton said something too. Um, let me uh, pull it up here. I saw it on. Twitter. Uh, let me see here. Of course, man, it's being a pain in the ass today. So, um, so, so sorry to hear about my sister and friend Loretta. We've been like sisters all the years we've been in Nashville, and she was a wonderful human being, wonderful talent, had millions of fans, and I'm one of them. I miss her dearly, as we all will. May she rest in peace, Dolly. Damn. She was 90 years old. And that's a life to live, man. That is a life lived, yeah. <clears throat> Damn. Um, Can you yeah. imagine what, like, that's sad. I mean, yeah. it's sad, but, like, it's just, like, I mean, like, we were talking, like, last podcast. It was yeah. bound to happen at some point. But, like, there's, like, a couple people that, that <clears throat> especially celebrity-wise, that, like, kind of, that got, well, one got to me was uh, Muhammad Ali, for whatever reason, got to me. It's because, like, when he died, it was, like, Damn. Oh really? 
Yeah, I don't know, because, like, I view him as, like, one of the ultimate athletes just from the perspective of, like, athletic capabilities, but for standing up for what you believe in yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I get it. So it's kind of like, I mean, they hated him because he didn't want to fight in the war. Yeah. They oh, yeah. Because he, he, he was unpatriotic to not want to fight. Especially because it was, what, Vietnam? Yeah. Yeah. Especially considering what a shit show Vietnam was anyway. I mean... It was damned if you do, damned if you didn't. If you went, if you if you didn't go fight, you weren't a patriot. But the people who came back from Vietnam were not welcomed as heroes. I know. So, were, it's, they, so it's like, yeah, they were well, told to do their job. They did. They did what they were told to do, and they're treated like shit. They were getting spit on at airports. I mean, and that's a shame. And like, I would hate to be. I mean, obviously, I don't know a lot. Yeah. About that per se, but like, I would hate to be in that situation to where you're like, well, I, I just did what I was told to do. Sure. Like, you, you hear reports about it all the time from every war, even, even look, I know it's not a popular thing to say, but there were a lot of people who served on the German side during World War II who were just serving because it was their duty. Yeah. And Well, I've always said this, like, there is no good or bad side to war. There's only the preferred side. It's true. Yeah, that's very true. It's like, true. you're just literally like, it's like, for example, German side, like, something fucking, obviously, yeah. but I didn't know, like, I'm just fighting for my country. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, especially if they were in like from like the the poor because because Germany was in one of the poorest countries in the world at that point. There were a lot of them who just didn't know. Yeah, they were in such dire straits as far as they knew. Yeah, the world was fucking out to get them, and they were. And then you know, obviously, as things come out, but you see that all the time in documentaries or in stuff like Band of Brothers, where it's like, yeah, there were a lot of these guys. There were there were Americans serving in the Nazi army just because like their parents were German immigrants or they were born in Germany and moved to the states you know, when they were little who got called back because they still had German citizenship. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. There were, there were, so there were guys who like grew up in like Brooklyn or whatever, but who were still technically like their family were German citizens. So they got called back and got pulled into the war mm. who then died fighting for the Germans. Cause they were just, they were stuck and they had no idea what they were. They had no idea what they were getting for, but not only that cool. Cause like no, that there wasn't no such thing as social media. Yeah, it wasn't like like it took a while to learn news about things. I mean, that's why we didn't know. Like, and I found this out like through like Band of Brothers and, and doc, like I assumed everyone knew about the camps. Oh God, no, no, nobody I, knew about yeah. the camps. And so when they, the German people were like, kind of like they were like, we didn't know, we didn't know what this, we didn't know what was going on up there. Yeah, and when and that was one of the things, like that was so that goes to show, like we were already we were fighting without even knowing about, the, and I feel like had had that news gotten out, there would have been a much bigger. Sh I mean, not there wasn't a big show of force against against yeah. the Nazis, but the show of force would have been monumental. If you guys like to reach out to us and be a part of the show, be a part of the conversation, there are several ways to do that. Just go to our website, www.tblpod.net. That's www.tblpod.net. You can send us a message through the website, or you can even leave us a voicemail by clicking on the voicemail button in the corner of the screen and leave us a message that we will respond to live on the show. Once again, just go to www.tblpod.net. Net. Band of Brothers is so good. It's one of those like I, I rewatched it late last year or early this year, and it's like I hadn't seen it since like high school. And I was like, I forgot how fucking good this is. So good. The Pacific was so bad. The Pacific. Did you ever watch the Pacific? Yeah. No, you yeah. told me about it. I haven't watched it it's, yet. It's not as it's good. Yeah, but it's not Band of Brothers level good. So it's like not as like Band of Brothers was 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 like. 
almost a documentary. Yeah, it was, yeah. Like, like they took very few liberties. Like, they took some, but a lot of it was based on just, like, accounts from other people's perspectives, like guys who had already died or whatever. But they were like, they took so few liberties. They just told the story. Yeah. That's such a great. And now I kind of want to watch it again. It's, it's, it's such a great where you watch. Like, it's, it's depressing. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just from an artistic standpoint, it's it's yeah, just that, one of, it's such a great what episode. They come on the internment camp. They're like, what? that's like the second to last episode. It's almost the end of the season. Yeah, because it's towards the end of the. Because we don't find out about that till the war's almost over. Yeah, because they were all they had already gotten to Berlin and and they were just out. Someone was just out on a patrol and just came across this abandoned camp. Yeah, the Nazis had already fucked oh, off, God, and we're just going to leave these people to there. die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because they let go, they, they start handing out water and food, and the, the doctor comes in. He's like, "You can't give them stuff. Like they've been surviving on no calories. Like a, a couple slices what, of bread could kill them." That's what got me. I will always yeah. remember that because I was like, "Would you have ever thought about that?" No, not not in a not in a million I years. I don't know if that's accurate. Well, forties f- medical science being what yeah, it is. Yeah, but I'm like, I could see somebody saying that and being like, yeah. "You could overfeed somebody." Yeah. at that point, no, it makes because I was like, "What? I would have never thought about that." That's yeah. That's how fucking. Fucked up that it. I mean, the entire situation is fucked up, but like you can't give them that I did, much because even, they could die e- from eating. Even in watching it, when the doctor comes and tells me you got to stop feeding them, I was like, why? He's like, you could give them more than their bodies can handle right now. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's true. Shit. Yeah. It, God. Human race sucks. Yeah, no. <laughs> it is one of those things. It's, it's, it's almost like how they teach... Unless you like really dig into World War Two, yeah. it's almost how they teach as if we fought because because of the camps of the camps because there's because it's unless you take like a college course just about World yeah. War Two, what you're gonna get is just because like in in any public school like they've got to get through it like yeah. so, so there's only so much time they can spend on World War Two, but like you you can and there are people who like their sole existence is to learn about and study World War Two and. Yeah, it's stuff like that that until you really dig beneath the the surface of it. Yeah, you yeah. Because honestly, I mean, like even thinking about it, you're like, oh, that's why we went to war. It's because of that, which wasn't the case at all. Right. It's just like one of those things that were you're just like, oh yeah, you don't think about it. We went to war because we knew that, you know, Hitler was a fascist and was, you know, we knew that he was trying to take out Jewish people. We just didn't know. The extent of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Plus with Band of Brothers, like watching it in like 2022 and seeing how many people are now some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. God, who is it? I got it. So like, like Tom Hardy's in an episode. James, uh, James McAvoy. Uh, Michael Fassbender, Jimmy Fallon's in an episode. Uh, oh yeah, he he's is. like the driver or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they're like it's one of those like every time I'd watch an episode, I have to pause and like, is that motherfucker? Google, Google, Google. Oh shit! I'm, I'm banning, brother. I'm, I'm. It's, I gotta see. It's a, it's, a, it's a rabbit hole to jump down. Like, uh, like James McAvoy's in one episode. He shows up and then dies in the same episode. But the episode's all about him. Um, same with like Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy's got like a bit part in one episode. Michael Fassbender has like a speaking role in a couple episodes. Tom Hanks is in it. He was a producer on it because he because oh, okay. this is post. This is post. This is post. Yeah, uh, Saving Private Ryan. So he and Spielberg produced it. I was gonna say I was like I don't remember being in it. Yeah, there's so Colin Hanks is in it, isn't it? He's in there. He's in there a lot. He's in there yeah. kind of the last couple episodes. He plays like a because uh, it's based. Ron Livingston's character's in it the most. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of the through line through the yeah. whole thing. 
Donnie Wahlberg. Him and Wahlberg's in Wahlberg's in it the whole time. He's a big part of it. Um, yeah, Livingston's in it pretty much the whole time. And then the dude from Homeland is in it the whole time. Yeah, Damian Lewis. He's great. He's so good yeah. in the show. I've I heard mean, David Schwimmer's in it at the very beginning. He's in it for a good bit, and he plays a dick. Yes. Oh, who comes up, Who comes back later and, like, this guy that he's belittled all this time now outranks him, and he won't salute him, and he's like, hey, you salute, you salute the rank, not the person. And he just goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a who's who. There's so many guys in there who are who are big stars now. Is Band and Brothers based on WW two? <laughs> Somebody wrote that's no. a question on Google. Wow. Um, no, that was in two thousand one. Yeah, been that my brother because we didn't have HBO back then. My brother, um, when he would go visit his mom, she had HBO. And he watched a couple episodes and he was like, "Holy shit!" So he went out and got like the Steelbook box set when it came I out, and we, he watched it. All the time, all the behind the scenes stuff, all like the because they would always have the uh, the interviews with the guys who were still alive before each episode. And they had so I mean, they had hours and there's an actual documentary where they like go back and revisit some of these places with some of the guys who are still alive. I haven't been able to find it to watch it yet, but it's so good. That's a, I mean, not only that, but like Saving Private Ryan such a great fucking movie. It is. It's it. It's one of those movies that, like, I, I know, like, every year, at least for a while, CBS would show it every year uncensored on uh, the anniversary of uh, of D Day. It's the only movie my great grandpa wanted to watch the when I was alive. Oh, really? When I was alive, he wanted to watch that movie, so he wanted to go see that movie. When you were alive, he wanted to go watch. Yeah. When you were alive. When I was alive. <laughs> well, no. What I'm saying is, like, I no. You get what I mean. Yeah, you're what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm just giving you shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it's one of those, that's one that anytime, anytime one of my friends gets like a new, or when I get like a new sound system, that's what I use to test it. Oh, really? Cause the, what they did with sound on that movie had never it like the way that's one of the big things that made that movie as big as it was, was you heard like Spielberg wanted to create as realistic, a, a recreation of the sound of war. Yeah. So when you see that thing in surround sound, like you hear it, I mean, it is the sound design of that movie is incredible. So whenever someone or me gets a new sound system, that's what I test my sound system with is Saving Private Ryan. It's a good idea. Yeah. There's Plus a lot it, of people in that movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, fucking Vin Diesel's, Diesel's in like, that movie. I know. Vin Diesel, Matt Damon, Tom Hanks. Um, Brian Cranston's in there at one point. Oh, fuck. I he's, forgot the, he's the general or whatever back at the stage yeah. missing the arm. Who or, Giamatti's who, in there? Uh, yeah, Giamatti's in there. Um, God, yeah. I don't pull up that. I know, now I'm drawing. Now I'm drawing a blank. Shit. <laughs> What's your podcast about? We talk about shit, and then we Google it. To try yeah. to remember it. Call Google's. Call Google's. <laughs> we Google. Um. Yeah. Matt, uh, Matt Damon's in there. Tom Sizemore. He's in there. Yeah. He had a big role in it too. Yep. Adam Goldberg. Um. Matt Damon. I was joking. Yeah. Barry Pepper plays the sniper. Oh, yeah, I always forget about Barry Pepper. Oh, I always forget Giovanni Ribisi's in that. Oh, shit. Nathan Fallon? Fillin? Or Nathan Fillion? Fillion? Yeah, he's he's the uh, he's the other Private Ryan that they almost sent home by, that they tell him his brothers are dead, but it's the wrong Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan Hurst. Yeah. Ted Danson. Ted Danson, Brian Cranston, David Wool, um, Paul Giamatti there. 
Corey Johnson. Why do I know that name? Corey. Oh, he was in Doctor Who. Okay. Uh, yeah, those are those are all the big ones. Who is Ted? Oh, I knew Ted Danson. Okay, I, I remember who he was in the movie. Okay, I remember him now. Jeremy Davies. Yeah. God, I always forget Rabisi's in that. <laughs> Dude, I for, I completely forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> then there's Ted. So. Then there's Ted. Yeah, Giovanni Ribisi is one of those guys who's like he's always good every time he shows up, and I love like he's always good, but I have, will always know him as the dude from Ted, Ted yeah. <laughs> which I, I realize is so shitty for someone who's been around as long as he has. But he was so fucking good <laughs> as that guy in Ted. <laughs> the way he and then when he comes back in a million ways to die in the West, and he's still doing the dance. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> um. No, same Pat Ryan. That was a fucking that beginning sequence is absolutely. Oh, the the, the Normandy Beach Saint. Yeah. Oh God, that's been parodied and spoofed so many times. I mean, it's so fucking like, uh, um, what you call it? Uh, what's the Seth Rogen food movie? Uh, I can't. Uh, the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The animated food movie. Yeah. Uh, but they uh, they recreate that in one scene really? where there's like a, a uh, an Oreo trying to like scoop his cream back inside because the that guy was scooping so out the guts. E- yeah. yeah. Um. God, what the fuck was the name of that movie? Sausage Party. Yeah. Um, yeah, they spoofed that and that. I mean, it's been spoofed. That's That sequence is so fucked up. Yeah. And, like, that's one of those, like, but it also sets the bar. Like, like this is war. This is war. And that's not even probably 10% of what war really, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's, such a, it's, it's such a small part, but, like, that, but honestly, that's the hell that was Normandy. Yeah, Banner Brothers gets that too from the other perspective because they're all the because par- they're the paratrooper corps. Yeah, so you get it from what the guys in those planes are going through. I mean, you watch these planes just fucking explode. Like that had to be some of the scariest shit. Oh, I mean, you're just I mean, you're Pickens. You're just easy yeah. Pickens at that point, you know. Plus, it what I liked about Banner Brothers was it didn't it didn't shy away from the things that were fucked up. Like they had given these guys like all this gear they were supposed to drop with, but they because they'd never had this kind of uh, infantry before they didn't take into account sort of thing so a lot of guys landed and didn't have their shit because like the bags were too heavy their the the when the chute opened and it jerked them up the, the straps would break oh, and their yeah. shit would fall out or they'd you know because of what was going on when they landed in the water a lot of their shit was fucked up so there were guys like you see the beginning who land don't even have a gun yeah because it was a new thing and we were trying to figure it out that's how you learn. That's how that's how developments are made. Sometimes is by fucking stuff up. The most disturbing scenes ever, and either or is still the Adam Goldberg getting stabbed. Oh, oh, I, I can't watch that. Yeah, it's, I have to look. That's away. actually hard for me to watch. And I like it's 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 just you hear it, and just and just because it's so slow, it's like just thinking about how much that has to hurt. Yeah, like that pain is. I've never been stabbed. Yeah. But people who have been stabbed have said that like, it is an un they're like it's just an indescribable amount of pain because of what's being done to you mm-hmm. on such a focused it's just it's it's insane. And the most interesting part of that entire scene is once a shoulder German shoulder soldier I can't why well, the German soldier soldier yeah uh, leaves and he sees the one guy and the one guy doesn't go up the stairs and he just like doesn't do anything. Just to pats him. him on the shoulder and walks away. He's yeah. like, what are you gonna fucking do? Yeah, he's like. Yeah, he's like, thanks for not killing me, type thing. Well, because he because he's the guy, and it took me a couple times watching it to catch it. He's the guy that they let go yeah. early in the movie. Yeah, I didn't catch that the first couple times I saw yeah. the movie, um, because then suddenly when he goes and cat when that guy shows up and catches him at the end, 
and he calls him, you know, whatever his name or whatever is. I was like, am I missing something? It was like the third or fourth time I watched it. I was like, that's the motherfucker they let go earlier. What a prick. Sometimes life can give you the raw deal, and that's where Dope comes in. Dope provides edible cookie dough in a variety of flavors and styles for you, delivered to your house deliciously and intact. Dope also donates a portion of every sale to the She Recovers Foundation with a minimum guaranteed donation of $40,000 every year. She Recovers is a nonprofit charity with a mission to connect, support, and empower women in or seeking recovery. You can also use the code tbl 5 tbl L05 to get $5 off your order at checkout. Once again, just go check out Dope at www.dope.com. That's www.doughp.com and use the code TBL05 to get $5 off your order at checkout. First time I actually watched that movie was in uh, high school, uh, middle school, high school or middle school. They made it, they let us watch it. It was, we watched. We watched a scene from it in in my eighth grade history class. I didn't watch it for the first time in full till I was like a freshman in high school. And it was just it was one of those, it was one of those years. It was just on CBS all day because it was the anniversary of D Day. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were my parents were very big on us not seeing radar movies till we were seventeen. Like they were very much like like really? you got to be seventeen. I was like. Oh, okay, yeah, because I haven't seen shit already. But there's yeah. so there was a lot of there's a lot of movies that came Fuck out. Pussy shit. I know. I can do what I want now. There's a lot of movies that came out when I was growing up that are considered like these big like classics or people talk about as being great that I just never saw because I wasn't able to see them. And then I've just never gone back to them as an adult. Mm. So there's just a lot of stuff I haven't seen in in, in that came out when I was younger. Mm. Um. My parents weren't yeah. like that. My, my, my radar were, movies. Mine were pretty strict about that kind of thing. Even even like like music. Like if there was a parental advisory sticker on there, we weren't allowed to. There buy was a it, time but. my parents were like that. I feel like it was for like two months, and mm-hmm. I just don't know what the fuck happened. And then all of a sudden, they were like, they wouldn't let us play like violent video games, but I, they just stopped caring. My uh, <laughs> my parents after a while, with especially with my two younger siblings, got a little less strict because they, I think, at that point, they were just like, "We're just tired." I'm like, "Yeah, you guys overexerted yourselves hovering over us for for 18 years." Well, that's a, that's, <laughs> that's the thing though too is like I, I'm trying to talk to Melissa about like he's not going to play any first yeah. person shooters. I'm like, "Listen, have you seen me?" Right. I'm fucked up, so you're right. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, just like it's gonna happen. Like, there's not if he doesn't play video games, it's fine. But he, if he doesn't want to play first person shooter, that's up with him. Just yeah, I don't want my like eight year old playing first person shooters. At sure, some point he's gonna want to, and you can't say no. It's a video game. Well, it's it's just one of those. It's I think the reason a lot of parents were like that, especially when we were growing up, was because they just didn't want to have the conversation with their kids. Yeah. They're like just, just, just. Uh, they just can't watch it. You can't play it. Why? Because I said so. Because yeah. they didn't want to have. It's like the sex ed thing. It's because they just didn't want to have that talk with their kids. Just talk to your kids and be like, hey, look, like it's a video game. You can't actually do this kind of thing. Like when Power Rangers came out, everyone was like, oh, now all kids are going to do is have karate fights with each other. Well, it's like, well, yeah, but it's not because of Power Rangers. We were doing that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. My dad had a sex talk with me. My dad, like, I was like way older. Oh, really? I was like, Dad, I watch porn. oh god when my parents found out i had seen porn Uh oh it was it was like the world had ended oh really oh oh my god (laughs) 
My parents had parental controls on our computer till I was in college. Holy shit. And even then it was like, cause when I went off to college, I got my own computer to take with me to school cause I needed one. When I came back and started going to community college, they were like, well, you can't set your computer up at home. And I'm like, why? And they're like, you, cause we don't have a way to monitor it. I'm like, I'm 19. Really? What'd they say to that? Tough shit. So my, so me and my brother who were both in college at the same time had to share the one family computer which had hardcore parental controls on it. Like I was trying to Google stuff that I needed to research, but because something in that article mentioned something the parental controls didn't like, I couldn't go to the page uh, to read the article. So I spent a shitload of time in the library because I had to. I remember my dad Googling porn or like <laughs> not even Googling it, but like, oh, like. I can't remember what you would do before Google. I honestly can't remember. I was like, well, I, I didn't go to that. Right. Oh, no. my The thing my dad had installed on our computer was was so fucking invasive. Like, it would, if we would send it, because it, it was tied to our email addresses. So, if we sent an email to somebody, he would get, like, a copy of it to read it. Oh, wow. Um, it would censor out things we typed. So, like, if I was chatting with a friend on Facebook and I said, like, fuck, it would censor out the word fuck. And, and yeah, like it was, it was strict. It was very strict. Um, my parents over the years with my younger brother and sister eased the fuck up because they realized how exhausting it is to try to do that, do that. Cause they had, cause they had to do it with three kids at the same time. Cause three of us were teenagers and in high school and college at the same time. So eventually they gave up. <laughs> my but. favorite, my favorite thing ever was porn. This is weird. So like I get home from my old job, like I still live at home. And, like, I pull up, and that's, like, 11 at night. Yeah. And if you look, like, if you, like, I'm in the driveway, and if you, like, you look through the window, the kitchen window, you can kind of see the computer screen. Mm -hmm. And, like, I walk, I get out, stretch, and I corner my eye, I see just tits bouncing. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? So I look, and there's my brother just watching oh. porn on the computer. Cause my, it was my dad's computer, and then the, my parents, well, yeah, my parents were still together at the time. And uh, I wasn't even, I was like, I think I was like, this is during the summer. I was like 16 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck? And my parents, obviously, were in the exact opposite end of the house. And my brother's watching porn. I open up the door to get in. And all of a sudden, as soon as I open the door um, to get in, uh, uh, my brother's just, you know, just on, online. Yeah. yeah. Just not doing anything. You know. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm reading up, uh, I'm reading up on, uh, on the news. Yeah. No, I'm like, <laughs> On comment, uh, I mean, puss it. Uh, fuck. I always always remember just seeing tits, but I'm like, what the fuck is tits? Oh, okay. oh. Hmm. all right. Now I just I don't know. My parents were that tricked on that type of stuff. I mean, they were for like a hot second, and it just kind of all went away. I don't, I don't know. I feel like a lot of it too is because like my parents were very into like Law and Order SVU. No. And I feel like it got to them a little bit because oh. they were so convinced that just like there was a fucking pedophile around every goddamn corner. My parents are really into hating each other. So I think that had a lot to play a part with it. <laughs> there was a couple times I almost called I, I almost called a, 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 a hit bullshit on them because like, there was one night I was in like college or whatever. And uh, I like went downstairs to get a drink of water or something. My parents were not doing anything but they were watching like something raunchy on like hbo or something and a i was like i'm just gonna go back the fuck upstairs <laughs> i'm suddenly not thirsty anymore but also it was just kind of like you hypocritical motherfuckers 
<laughs> yeah, you're like, remember, have you ever watched like a sex scene with your parents during a movie? For, the, oh. first, the first time ever, it's like, what, what, what do I do? No, what do the, I do? you know what the first time ever was? Did you ever see Good Luck Chuck with Dane Cook? Yeah. So you know how there's that one point where he's got, there's like a montage of him just fucking girl yeah, after yeah. girl. Yeah, my mom, who was a big Dane Cook fan when he was popular, she was like, let's go see a movie. Let's go see that new Dane Cook movie. Okay, sure, cool, whatever. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. As soon as that happened, my mother and I both just looked at opposite walls of the theater. Like, we're not going to look at the screen or each other. We're just not going to. We're just. My dad was so pissed because my mom told him about that. He was like, I can't believe you took your mother's. Like, first of all, she paid. She paid. <laughs> Second of all, it was her fucking idea. So don't. Well, why didn't you get up and leave? She paid for the movie. I didn't want to waste her 20 bucks. No, that. Why didn't she get why up and leave? Why didn't she get up and leave? <laughs> My dad was kind of, I love my dad, but he was a prick about stuff like that sometimes. It was weird. But uh, yeah, that was the first time that actually, no, I lied. The first time ever was the movie uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, the Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie. And he's making out with Terry Hatcher. And then at one point from behind her, you just see how her dress just fall off. And she, and I'm, I'm now, nine years old. Am I'm I, talking about like tits and ass. Oh, okay. Well, then it's probably the good luck Chuck thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I remember mine. I mean, I remember it with my friend's parents. Oh, no. That was even more awkward. Oh, no. Yeah. To where, like, we're watching, a, I think it was a Double Jeopardy. O okay. <laughs> and then it was like, uh, what's her face is getting railed in a boat. <laughs> and we're like, and her mom was like, I didn't know that. And I'm like looking around. Oh, like, that double jeopardy. I yeah. thought she meant like you were watching. I was like, what? <laughs> jeopardy the double. Where is this going? Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah okay. and we're like, well, all right. And my buddy Sam at the time was like, well, I'm going to look down now. That's exactly <laughs> what he said. So I was like, it was so funny. He said, I'm just going to look down now. <laughs> Anybody need a snack? I'm going to go to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I tried to think of like my parents. Well, I don't know. We never really watched movies together. So I don't think it ever happened with my parents, but I always remember uh, that one. We used to do, uh, there was a one point where you, during college we were all living at home again. And uh, we did we would do like Sunday night movie nights. Um, and my, my brother is a huge, huge film guy, especially indie films and all like that. So he, whenever it was his turn, we, were, no, we, we knew we were going to see like some Wes Anderson, uh, um, you know, indie flick. Like, But so there was one time he brought out um, uh, Big Lebowski. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> which my parents hadn't seen. I had seen and I was like, are you are you? OK, all right. And gets to certain stuff. And I'm just kind of like. <sighs> and then there was another time he brought out this movie. I forget the name of it, but it's got Maya Rudolph and John Krasinski. Uh -huh. And they're this married couple who are expecting their first baby. And literally the first scene in the movie is John Krasinski going down on Maya Rudolph, telling her that you know, ever since you've gotten pregnant, you taste different. And I'm like. Happy family movie night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>